This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Excellent. This week on Oh My Dollar, we're going to talk about how to plan for known unknowns. There are known knowns. There are things we know we know. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also unknown unknowns. The ones we don't know we don't know. (laughs) Excuse me, but is this an unknown unknown? Uh, I'm not several unknowns, and I'm, I'm just I'm not going. Unknown, I'm not going to say which it is. Hello, and welcome to Oh My Dollar, where we give practical financial advice for the modern world. I'm Lillian Carebake, your host. I'm Will Romy, another host and producer. <laughs> um, so it's super snowy outside right now. Um, I, Portland pretty much shut down overnight, but we made it into the studio because we really wanted to talk to you about kind of exactly this sort of thing. We wanted to talk about known unknowns. <laughs> I think the snow was a known. Was that? Well, it was. It was a known known. It was. It was kind of a known known. Yeah, but rather last minute. Um, so uh, I, I I see we're we're here. We have all our things. But uh, where's your computer, Lillian? <laughs> uh, my computer is currently upside down in my apartment. So I start out 2017. I was like stoked. I was having a really good like first Monday of 2017. Went to the gym super early. Got home, made breakfast, sat down, sent a bunch of like really important emails that I'd been waiting till after the holidays to send. Uh, and then I promptly spilled coffee all over my MacBook Air. Oh no! Yeah, which is um, what kind of coffee? Uh, it was you know we get the. Uh, we get the like store brand from Whole Foods. I drink enough coffee that you know I don't get super fancy, but uh, yeah, it was uh, fancy enough to break my computer. So <laughs> you know, this is like a two thousand dollar piece of equipment that I use literally every day. I like I'm self employed, so if I don't work, I don't make money. And the computer is I've had it for four years. It served me really really well. If you break it down day by day, I pay almost nothing for it, considering that it creates all of the everything I make in the world. Um, but, you know, I'd, I'd expected, I really hoped that I was going to make the computer last another year. Um, but I am super clumsy. And I also really enjoy coffee too much to not drink it next to my computer. But I sort of had expected by year five, I would need to replace the MacBook Air because I need a really, I need a fast computer. I do a lot of like video editing. And I had been saving money putting it aside knowing that my computer was going to kick the bucket at some point right like there is 
no scenario in which in which my computer was going to last as long as I'm alive. And I have an emergency fund, but I didn't want to tap into my emergency fund for something that I knew was going to happen, right? Like there is, there are emergencies. There are true emergencies that you cannot predict. Like you can get in a major car crash. You can, uh, you know, you can be in a situation where a loved one dies and you have to like suddenly fly halfway across the world to go to their funeral. Like there are, you know, your roof falls in on your house when because a tree falls on it like there's plenty of emergencies that you can't plan for which is why you have an emergency fund that's money sitting there for the things you really can't predict um but there's also plenty of known unknowns and my computer was one of those like a lot of people think like oh my god this is so traumatic like you oh crap like i can't believe this happened to you and like yeah not the way i wanted to start my year by fritzing out my computer but i had planned you know, for my data, I had backed up all my data just the same as I had backed up my money. I had been putting 50 bucks aside for a couple years now each month towards a computer replacement fund. So it wasn't that traumatic to have to be like, okay, if I need a new computer by tomorrow so that I can finish this assignment, how much is it going to cost to be able to order it overnight? This is one of those things that people really grossly under predict for themselves like you have to sit down and be honest with yourself about like what are your known unknowns um, there's plenty of things that are known unknowns if you have a um, medical condition where you're going to have to have regular maintenance medications and you know you're going to have to hit your deductible look up what that deductible is and save for it um, you know, there's, which you should do it in a health savings or flexible spending account if you have access to it, because it's pre-tax dollars. There's my little <laughs> personal finance advice for you. But there, you know, deductible is one of those things like that you don't need to tap into your emergency fund for something like that. It's a, it's a, it's a known thing. You just don't know when it's going to happen. Um, you know, if you have an aging loved one that lives in another state and there is a large possibility that they're going to pass in the next couple years and you're going to have to buy a last minute ticket, you can plan for that. And it's one of one of the things that I see is in my students is that they don't want to deal with what are unpleasant or unfortunate circumstances like the possibility of pouring coffee all over your computer or a loved one dying. And so they don't plan for it. But but you can, you know, you're not invoking those things to happen simply by planning for them you're just you're just making it so that they're unfortunate rather than traumatic or devastating events because if i hadn't had you know money in the bank for this i i could have theoretically been out of work for a month and that's no money coming in and it means that all the cool projects i have going are just completely delayed while i try to figure out how to put the money together so yeah um, so, so, so to break it down, something like this would be your emergency fund would be an unknown unknown. Yep. This fund would be a known unknown and your regular budget would be a, a known known because you know how much you're paying for it. All of those you know things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't I think some people find a lot of peace in this concept and then they maybe get a little overwhelmed and they try to plan for every possible circumstance. Just think about the ones where it could be a life-changing amount of money for you. Like it could be really significant amount of money if it goes out the door. You don't need to like, you know, budget out a known unknown for like, oh my God, I might need to buy an emergency coffee <laughs> when I'm on the other side of town because I forgot to bring my thermos. Like you don't need to overestimate uh, these. But But things like laptop, which is for some people, some people don't need to use their own laptop 
for their jobs. Maybe they don't use a laptop at all at work. But for other folks that are self-employed, that is a really significant portion of their work. And that is a great example. Um, Glasses are also a thing I see a lot. A lot of people get blindsided by how much glasses cost. Um, There's, you know, there's a lot of affordable ways to get them now online. But if you have a weird prescription and you can't order them, and you 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 wear them every day. You know <laughs> you know you're gonna need them. Um, you also have a pretty good idea of roughly when you're gonna need to replace them. You sock some money away for that. Don't have to tap into your emergency fund because you you know got drunk and ran into a wall and broke your glasses and you need them the next day to see. Um, also, my own personal advice. Shell out for the anti-reflective coating. I was cheap last time, and I didn't do it. And uh, that it's modern, modern optometry magic anti-reflective coating. Totally worth the extra hundred fifteen dollars. Are you feeling the snow blindness now? A little bit. It's more. It's at <laughs> night, man. It's like I also every picture of me, I look like a demon because it's just like the flash just flares off my glasses. Okay, so here's a basic question. So you're talking about having all of these different different funds. Do you mean literally a different bank account? Do you have a different bag of cash for each one of these? <laughs> do you, do you... Uh, let's talk about why I prefer you not to store all your cash in bags. But if that's... Um, Briefcases. No, this is... So this, you know, it always comes back down to the budget. I, I end up saying this every week, but the budget's really important. And you don't necessarily need to store these in separate places. If you're someone that really still uses your bank account balance to decide whether or not you have money to spend, which is a way a lot of people manage their finances, and you're not really on a budget, then separate bank accounts can be a good idea. Um, make sure it's at a bank that doesn't charge you just to have separate accounts. But there's plenty of banks that should have free with no minimum balance accounts. Um There's also, you know, one of the ways you can do it is just to allocate these in your budget. And just actually, like, every month you're putting $50 aside, and it just sits in your checking account. Um, It's not really the best mathematical place to leave money in your checking account, kind of sitting there waiting for an emergency because you're probably not making much interest off your checking account. But I am all about not letting a couple dollars worth of interests rule what could give you some sense of peace around your money. I think it's more important to feel secure about your money than it is to make an extra $30 a year in interest. <laughs> in the best case scenario, that's if you had a really good interest rate in your savings Probably more account. than I've ever made in interest. Yeah, that's... in your entire <laughs> life. Yeah, probably me too. I hate getting that 1099 for my taxes from my bank account. Do you, you get that at the end of the year where they're, they send you like how much interest you made the whole year and I'm just like, why did you even do that? I mean, like two dollars and thirty-one cents, guys. <laughs> I don't want to put this on a light item on my taxes. Um, yeah. That I, so there also can be fun known unknowns. So um, a great example of a fun known unknown is a trip. Maybe you don't know exactly when you're taking a trip, um, but actually setting aside money for a trip, as opposed to uh, you know, like oh, you really want to take that trip to Paris. And you know, okay, like the most it's going to cost me is $2,000. It's a pretty extravagant trip to Paris or a long one. Um, you can actually backwards plan for that and and save for it in small chunks. It, this isn't rocket science, right? Like figure out a dollar amount, divide it by the number of months that you have, and then put that aside each month. 
But the great thing about these known unknowns is you have a little bit more grace in that, right? So some months, $50, putting aside $50 for the laptop, it didn't parse out with my other goals. I really wanted to max my Roth IRA out, and I wouldn't be able to put $456 in that, that month if I also put $50 aside for a computer. But because I didn't have an exact date, I was able to kind of plan for that and adjust uh, and not necessarily put all that aside each month. But uh, overall, you know, I ended up having having a, you know, like $1,500 just sitting there waiting essentially for my computer to go on the fritz. <laughs> Nothing like that happening to make that all seem worthwhile. Yeah. Home ownership <laughs> is one of those things. I don't, I don't know how many people that uh, listen to Oh My Dollar do own their home, but a lot of homeowners underpredict how much things are going to cost. Owning a home, you know, things are constantly breaking. Uh, if you've been renting for a long time, you sort of forget that, oh crap, if my washer dryer or my water heater breaks, I have to go buy one right now. Uh, and this is where I see a lot of people that are relatively new homeowners really get trapped is that they, you know, they, they'd been saving really hard for their down payment and then they spend all their liquid cash on a down payment and closing costs. And then they don't realize that like, oh my God, the next week my water heater tapped out after, cause it was a 10 year old water heater. Suddenly I need to, you know, pay $500 by tomorrow and they don't necessarily have it. And those, those are one of the things that you can really plan for. Like, there is an average age of appliances in your house <laughs> and there is a length that those will last and a little bit of Googling will tell you like, okay, this washer dryer probably has another couple years. Um, you know, with modern appliances, it's a lot harder to repair them too. Um, usually it ends up being unfortunately cheaper to just replace them from an environmental perspective. I don't necessarily recommend that. Um, but from a financial perspective, you should know how much it's going to cost you to get that, especially things that are actually non-negotiable, right? Like you can put off getting a new washer dryer until you can afford to replace it. You can go to the laundromat for a while, do laundry at a friend's house, just not do laundry and smell. Like there's plenty of ways in which you can avoid getting a, <laughs> getting a new laundry machine, but you probably can't live without a water heater for terribly long. You know, three, three four days and you're going to be really looking into what it's going to take to get a new water heater for yourself. Uh, you know, heater on a 25 degree day to like today that's one of those things where you're gonna want to pay the extra fee to get someone to come out in the snow to fix it for you um so yeah just think about look around think about start saving in your home appliance if you're really running especially like close to the margins making a plan each month and rolling with the punches is really important you've been listening to oh my dollar oh my dollar is hosted by lillian Kerbake, produced by will romey and the theme song is by Aaron Parecki. Did you know that Oh My Dollar from X-Ray in the Morning is also available in podcast form? So if you're not always up at 7.30 in the morning, you can still catch us every week. Look for us on iTunes and leave a review. It helps other people find the show. credit card bill.